What is up, everyone? This is Brendan Clemente, the Brendan Clemente Music Show, or whatever the hell I'll end up calling this podcast. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I hope you're all having an amazing one. Um, this week, I wanted to go over the new Kyle Smith album that was just released yesterday, uh, K-Bong's Wine, and the really crazy special new announcement I have coming up. So uh, strap in tight, and we'll get going. So we'll start with Kyle Smith's new album. Um, it, you know, I, I knew it would be successful because Kyle, besides being a really talented musician, songwriter, and, you know, uh, he actually plays a lot more hats than that. Like, I think, um, you know, as a musician and songwriter myself, I I think I have a certain knack for putting together a song and producing music and stuff. Um he has a knack for things like marketing and really engaging social content. Like I I know it's kind of, um, it's, it's kind of easy to write off, um, how, just how good he is at marketing himself. But, um, some of the stuff he's done with social has just been insanely interesting. Like I look to it a lot for inspiration. Um, because he, what he, what he is, is he's a really good storyteller. He's got, He's he's basically broadcasted his journey to the world and gotten people really interested from a storytelling perspective in his journey. And when people get interested, they get invested in your journey and they want to be a part of it. And they, uh, you know, they, they basically end up being someone who really, uh, really helps you and supports you, a fan, if you will. Um, so it, it's really... It's really inspiring to me just seeing what he's done with social and, you know, the the posts he does are so, uh, lots of them are like, you know, kind of funny or tongue in cheek or whatever. But I mean, the, the creativity behind them is really there. Like he thinks of, you know, if he's going to post about a show, he'll he'll figure out a way to to do some like crazy weird post that like of course you're gonna look at and be like what is this and then you see you find out the post is about a show he has coming up and he makes it really unique and engaging because there are a lot of musicians that have shows all the time and they boast about them they're like hey we're playing here and it's like okay cool like that's that's great but like he finds a way to make that show an interesting story and i really i really admire and respect that and i yeah i I try and do that with my i i would say i'm nowhere near as good at it as him um i don't know if that's because i don't spend as much time on it or or whatever it is but um but it's just it's fascinating it's pretty pretty awesome and uh, i think he's amazing in that respect and not only that, but driving, uh, driving demand and sales for his merchandise. I mean, you know, so many artists, uh, every, seems like everyone besides me, because I, I honestly like dialing merch in has been the most painful experience ever. I, uh, you know, for my own stuff, I'm making it happen because I know some people out there want it and I, I want it to be honest, but like, man, the world where I had infinite money and I could just like, pay someone else to do something like merch would be that thing i will write personal letters thanking people and asking them how they are and stuff until the end of time that's not my thing i love doing that actually that's fun for me but like the logistics of trying to get merch fulfilled and shipped and uh created and designed and to take all that and you know tell an interesting story about i mean it's it's a really tough thing um but anyways, my point was that tons of people, um, tons of people and musicians have merch 
almost no one that I know has merch as in demand as Kyle's. And it's it's an interesting thing. Yeah, I think it's it's partially what he's done. He's just created this this situation where he has a ton of people interested in what he's doing. Again, back to him being a good storyteller. But, you know, he's he's a really great salesperson. Like he um and you know, I, I don't like to think of it like salesperson like in a like weird, like, you know, scummy way or I I, I, I know tons of people salespeople. I love salespeople. They're they're amazing. Um I, I don't mean it in like a traditional like kinda like I don't know, whatever whatever um whatever associations people make with salespeople sometimes, but um, I, I mean it in like a really genuine, um, you know, way of admiration. He's he's really good at selling stuff. Like he, you know, he's really good at again just kind of connecting it with his whole story. And I, I think I remember one time he, I, I believe it was after a big merch order he did. He said, "I'm going to the the public utility to pay my water bill now." And I'm doing that, and I was able to do that because you guys bought merch for me. And so all of a sudden, you have people who are like, like you know, you bought some, you might buy something from a, um, from a musician, and you know, be like, oh, okay, cool, I support a musician. And it, you know, if you had bought something from Kyle around that time, you would have gone to social, see, been like, oh my god, like I helped him pay his water bill this month, and he's a struggling artist who's just trying to get by and trying to get his name out there and stuff. And that's like a really, really cool and interesting thing. And I, I thought that was just like such a, you know, such a unique way of showing appreciation for people. Um, is kind of posting something like that. So I think, I think that's amazing. And so it part, that's, that's part of it. And I will get to his album. Um, I promise I, I have a direction here. I just wanted to kind of dig into the, the things that I think Kyle does better than almost anyone. Um, the, so it's a combination of creating really unique, interesting content and really getting people vested in and involved in his journey that's one piece of it the other piece is how hard he grinds and this this piece is more this like it's as someone who tries to do it it's very difficult and it's a huge creative undertaking for me to try and create really good kind of valuable interesting content all the time like that that takes a lot of work it it takes a lot of thought it takes a lot of effort it takes a lot of creativity it takes a lot of energy so that that part, you know, it is a little harder um to to kind of um it might be harder for people who aren't inherently good at it, you know, it might just be difficult for them to do that. But one thing that he did, the the other half of that is how hard he grinds on social. And in this sense, I mean how much he how good he is at networking and interacting with people on there. And I remember, um, you know, we're, we're both fans of this, uh, this like, you know, I want, I want to call him like, he's an entrepreneur and he's really, really, really good at marketing and everything. And his name is Gary Vaynerchuk. And, uh, I, I saw, you know, early on when I, when I had started connecting with Kyle online, uh, I saw that he was a fan of him and, you know, would post his stuff sometimes. And I've definitely taken a lot of awesome lessons from Gary. So, um, but one of the things he says is like, if you really want to get build a following on social and get people 
get people over to you who who care about you and stuff. What you want to do is find posts. Uh, let's say you're on Instagram. Find posts of all the artists that are kind of in the same genre or kind of relevant to you. Um, find posts of them and comment on every single one. Um, and try and do that like 180 times a day, like commenting on these other people's posts and engage with people who are other people who are commenting on those posts. Now, if you think about that, 180 comments a day, and I, I don't, I'm not saying that's exactly how many Kyle did each day, but I mean, there, there was a point, uh, man, maybe like two years ago, I remember like any band in the genre, like whether it be Stick Figure, Revolution, um, you know, it, it, not even just the big ones, but even smaller ones, uh, like, you know, Drifting Roots, uh, Lific, K-Bong, um, Pepper, just, just any band you could think of in the genre, big, small, medium, whatever. I would, I would go and look at their post and Kyle would have commented on it already. So, I mean, again, I don't know if he was doing that 180 times uh, as Gary had recommended, but he was doing that a shitload of times. I mean, the amount of time it takes to put a comment on every single post of every artist in your genre, every single time they post, you're, uh, you know, I would guess that's somewhere between one and two hours a day you're spending just engaging with people on Facebook, Instagram, and commenting on their posts. And and it's not just artists; it's it's you know it's fans too. Like he was he he was and is very involved in communities. So, you know, and kind of like me, like I especially now, like I'm not a big artist or anything. I don't consider myself one, and I'm certainly no matter how much momentum I gain, I will never be above. One of my favorite things about music is talking with people and engaging with people online and talking to fans and stuff. So uh, no matter how big I was, I would always do that. But the, the extent to which he did that, I mean, he, you know, again, like just, we have a lot of mutual friends on Facebook, for instance, and I would go to almost any of their posts and he would have left a comment on almost any one of them. Like basically any post that I would see online had Kyle Smith on it, posting something and engaging with people there. And I think that is the, that is something that anyone can do. Anyone can go and have a conversation and do that 180 times a day. And you're going to get a lot more people who are seeing your name often and they'll say, Hey, you know, I saw that this person commented on this post and this post, like who, you know, they'll be more apt to look into it and to engage with you and stuff. So I think that that is the other half. Like one, one half of it is creating that, uh, that super cool content like he does and the unique content that keeps people engaged. And the other half is like really just engaging with everyone so often and really developing close connections with people online, which gets them in turn excited about what he's doing. And that that other side, that second side I mentioned where he's just commenting on everything, that's something, you know, you don't really have to be super creative to do that. Any musician could do that. I think that most musicians, myself included, I'm including myself here, I try and do it as often as possible. But Honestly, sometimes I get a little burned out, like spending literally two hours in a day commenting on Facebook posts. Um, and, it, you know, it, it's, it's a situation where, but I, I think doing so consistently over time, and, and it's not just like commenting 
like I'm talking about meaningful comments, you know, like putting like if someone posts about, you know, being sick or something like I genuinely do want to wish them well. And, um, you know, it's not just about like music stuff or things like that. And it's not just throwing, you know, uh, a shaka and every like, you know, in every single post that you that you see and like that's I mean that's fine if you want to do that but it's not really meaningful or engaging like a, a a meaningful post to me is if someone posts about how they had their first show back after a long time you say hey that's so awesome to hear like I that truly makes me excited um you know how did it go how how was it you know engaging in a real conversation and that again that just takes a lot of time and I, I don't see a lot of musicians who consistently do that. And I think that that's something that Kyle has done insanely well is he, he, he's engaging and talking with everyone. He, he injected himself into every conversation he could that had to do anything with any of these musicians and bands in our kind of like, I don't know, you know, reggae, rock, punky, punk, uh, whatever community, whatever you want to call it. He, he did that and he does that so well and so often. Um, so anyways, it, it, so that is all leading up to say that he, he had this hugely successful drop of his album yesterday. Um, and I mean, I, I didn't see the final count, but I I think he got like 30,000 streams or something in the first 24 hours which for a completely independent artist, you know, no, no label or no like major connection with the Spotify playlist or anything that that's like, what, what I would guess that is, is 30,000 really organic streams, meaning they're coming from people who just know him from social and stuff and who are going and streaming this, um, streaming this album themselves, just like hardcore fans who are listening maybe over and over and stuff. And he, he's got, you know, a lot of people doing that. He has a super hardcore, amazing fan base. And I, I'm so stoked that, you know, we, we have some mutual fans, um, in my, my fan base who are, you know, who are really into him. And, um, it's, it's just awesome seeing, it's so cool seeing a completely independent artist do that. And, you know, his team is just incredible too. I know he worked with, um, some amazing producers. Uh, I know he, he recorded some stuff over, I believe at, uh, Pepper's studio. Uh, and he had, um, he had record, I want to say that George Spitz had, um, produced uh, a couple of stuff and a couple of songs with him. And George is, George is awesome. That's also, I, I believe, um, slightly stupid's producer and just a really, really genuine, awesome person. Uh, love, love you, George. Um, yeah, so so he had these, you know, he had them. He had uh, Christopher Nishida and uh, Scott Brown, um, you know, who's his bandmates who are just with him through thick and thin, and uh, you know, grinding it out with him. And um, it's it, it's just so so refreshing and so cool to see someone. And you know, basically, it Kyle just kind of <laughs> Kyle rolled with the situation he had. You know, like he. I think he was definitely stoked to work with a label or something if someone had offered him or taken him under them or whatever. But like, you know, when it, when it didn't happen, he said, okay, fine. I'm going to make my own way through, which I admire so much because lots of people go for something big and then might not pan out and then they just lose steam. I think it motivated him even more. Uh, and he said, you know, screw it. Not going to, if I'm not going to work the label, I'm going to make my own success. And, uh, that, 
you know, that, that is kind of the mentality you have to have, especially in a, you know, difficult industry like the music industry. You basically have to break down walls yourself. If, if a door won't open, you have to kick it in or find the next door. You can't, you can't just stop and be frustrated. Um, you have to keep, keep moving forward. So, uh, so yeah, so it's, it's an awesome album. It's a great, great listen all the way through. It's, it's got a ton of different stuff on it as we've, you know, come to know from Kyle, he's, he's influenced by a wide variety of genres. Um, I would definitely go recommend that you, uh, that you listen and stream it. And I'm, I'm kind of starting this podcast up again. Um, I haven't done anything with it for a long time, but I, I just, you know, recently I kind of got motivated to try it out again and, you know, maybe, maybe I'll get him on here for an episode or something so we can, we can dig down into it with him. But, um, yeah, yeah, just super congrats to you, you and the rest of the team, Kyle. Um, I'm, I'm genuinely excited about it. And I, I want to thank you personally, because, um, again, like, I, I don't know if you know this, but like, it, your, your journey and the way that you get so creative with your posts and your marketing and everything is super inspirational to me. Like I, I probably, uh, <laughs> I'll probably steal a lot of ideas from you because I think you do it so well. And I mean, uh, I mean that in the most complimentary way possible, uh, that I'll steal ideas from you. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I definitely saw with how hard you've been working and everything. I, I saw this coming years ago and, you know, it, it is really tough to break into the music scene in most cases. Like some, very few people have that kind of like overnight success thing, um, I mean, it took me, what, took me six years of networking, basically, or five years of networking when I, when I kind of started out trying to get in this industry. It took me five years of solid networking before I was even getting any sort of meaningful opportunities. So it, it really is hard. And, um, you know, three years ago, I think, yeah, around three or four years ago, you know, when Kyle was more or less just starting out and just grinding, trying to get his foot in every door, you know, um, I, I saw him doing it and I like, you know, he, he'd have successes, he'd have failures as we all do. Um, sometimes he'd get the show, sometimes he wouldn't. Uh, I, I saw what he was doing and I basically, I was like, man, if this guy keeps it up, he's going to be, he's going to be a force. <laughs> um, and I, I, I had confidence and faith that he would keep it up, uh, cause he was so driven. Um, so I, I kind of looked at him and was like, well, it's only a, you know, matter of time for this dude's, uh, headlining stuff. So, um, so that's, yeah, that's why I, I asked him to play, uh, Cali Roots with me. Uh, I, again, I'm, I'm not remembering, I feel like with the pandemic, I'd like lost a year or something. So like, um, four years ago, three years ago, three and a half, uh, something like that. You know, uh, the way the lot of, a lot of people, I don't know if they know this story, but, um, the way I, I played Cali Roots with Kyle Smith is I, you know, at first I, I, I work with the festival. Um, I'm, I'm, I started off as like a, you know, volunteer blogger for them, um, back in 2014. And then I've kind of, um, worked my way up to, I help with their social media team and stuff. Huge shout out to Cali Roots. Love you guys. Um, they've become like a family to me. So, you know, so I have contact with them and stuff. And so I, you know, I pitched it to them. I, I I had no idea what I was really pitching, but I was like, Hey, you know, would it be cool if, uh, if me and Kyle Smith, um, play an acoustic set, just like, 
I, I, the way I pitched it was we'd play an acoustic set, like in the, in the artist retreat area, which is this kind of like, you know, really cool side area where they, they have all these art booths and stuff. And, uh, you know, they have some acoustic shows in there. So I, I thought it would be cool just to do that, you know, and I thought that'd be kind of low key. It's kind of off to the side and stuff. So I pitched them, um, us doing that. And Callie Roots said to me, yeah, no problem. Um, we'll, we'll do you one better. We'll get you on the, uh, we'll get you on the, the acoustic like session stage where we're actually having all these amazing bands do, uh, do acoustic sessions over on the stage. And so I was, I was kind of like blown away. I, I kind of was getting more than I bargained for. And I was like, Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, so obviously an, an amazing opportunity, but the, the thing was I had never played with Kyle before. I, 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 you know, I had uh, met him at Cali Roots, I think the year prior, he had won a contest where he got to play there um, with his band. And, uh, you know, I, I had a, a, a decent relationship with him online, you know, he wasn't like, you know, my best friend or anything. So, so and I hadn't even asked him about this show, I just I wanted to pitch it to Cali Roots first, just to see if they were cool with it. And they came back. We're like, yep, yeah, we got you on the uh, the the official acoustic sessions this year. So I was just like, I was blown away, and I was like, oh wow, okay, well now I gotta let Kyle know. And so I, I just kind of like acted, and then figured out the plan after. So I gave Kyle a call, and I was like, yo, um, how's it going? So um, do you want to play Cali Roots? And he was, you know, he was like, what? He's like, seriously? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I reached out to them and, you know, apparently they're, they're down with us doing an acoustic session. And they, you know, the, the thing I regret about it is I, because I didn't even know if they'd say yes or anything, I had kind of, you know, um, just pitched as me and Kyle. And I, I do wish I had, um, I had been more specific and, and kind of asked about the band too, because, you know, it ended up just being me and Kyle. And I, I, you know, I I did feel weird, like having him there in his band at the festival, but only him playing with me who, you know, I'm not in his band. So, um, it it was really amazing and really awesome and, you know, infinitely grateful that we got to do it. But I, I did feel bad that I, I hadn't initially asked about his band either. So, um, but you know, the, man, they're they're just such nice people. Like so, the so the way this plays out is Kyle's like, oh, okay, like this is crazy, and so we're we're we chat on the phone a bit, and he's like, okay, he's like, well, you know, how do you want to do it? Do you want to do a few of your songs and a few of mine? Um, and I said, yeah, you know, we'll we'll each play each other's songs maybe, and um, just kind of guest on them, and you know, do harmonies or solos or whatever. Um, so we were like, okay, cool. Um, but then, you know, the, the other piece of this was we had never practiced together. We had never played together. We, we had never jammed together even. Like we, we just, so, <laughs> so we didn't really know what each other's songs were like acoustic that well. So, you know, as we get closer, I'm like, I, I hit him up. I was like, Hey, like, you know, I, I think I, I think I'm just going to fly out to Ventura. Um, the week before Cali Roots and like get a weekend of practicing with you because I, I'm a little worried. I, I don't know how we're going to jam for the first time while we have a set there, you know? And, uh, and he was like, yeah, man, he's like, I, I feel in the same way. That that would be awesome. So I flew out to Ventura, um, to, to see you. And, you know, we, we had this, 
we basically sat down in his living room and just got to work and we, we kind of learned each other's songs the best we could in, in, uh, you know, 36 hours. It was such a quick trip. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really a fun weekend and, uh, him and his awesome girl, uh, we, you know, we all went out and, um, you know, kind of, kind of had some pizza and stuff and, uh, to, to celebrate after, after a long day of working on our tunes. And, um, that was basically, you know, five days before I left for Cali Roots, I was in, or no, that wasn't even, it was like four days before I left for the festival. Um, I was, you know, in Kyle's house in Ventura, just jamming acoustic on the couch and trying to learn each other's tunes enough so we could play in front of, you know, a big Cali Roots audience the next weekend. And it, you know, it, I, I, this set was super fun. It was, it was very fun. I, I was so nervous. Like I, um, I was, I don't know, like I look back and I hear myself and I'm like, eh, that wasn't, that wasn't awesome. <laughs> that, was, that was not exactly how I'd want to sound. I was nervous. I played pretty fast. I was a little, little uptight and, you know, kind of missing some timing on the chords and stuff. Um, so, so that was, that was an interesting, uh, situation, but, but I mean, the experience was obviously incredible. It was just, it was, I, yeah, I was honored to get to jam with Kyle and to get to jam at Cali Roots. Um, and a ton of people came to our set. I mean, you know, it, because, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of both friendly with a lot of people in the, in the scene. Like, you know, I remember seeing like K-Bong and Johnny Cosmic and even, even Scott from Stick Figure out in the crowd and, uh, Biebs was there and like, there, there's, there's some high profile people watching us and I was so damn nervous. It was, it was very funny, but, um, but yeah, we had we had a fun set. I remember right before we went on, I was kind of freaking out doing a breathing exercise so I didn't uh, hyperventilate on stage. And uh, Johnny Cosmic came up to me, and uh, you know this is before I was actually working on tunes with Johnny, but he's you know, he's been a good friend for for years, and he uh, he was walking around backstage with a a big bottle of uh, tequila he was sipping. He was. Um, he was just like, hey, man, he's like, how you feeling? I was like, I am nervous as hell, dude. Like, I, I don't know how, how I'm going to do this, you know? And he was like, oh, he's like, don't be a man. He's like, you'll do fine. He's like, you know, and he, he gave me some, uh, you know, good advice. He was like, hey, man, he's like, you know, you, you go up and you play and it is what it is. You sound the way you sound and you you take your notes, you take some lessons from it and you go back out and play again next time. You just keep getting out there and playing and you get a little better each time. You get a little more familiar with it and you do a little better and it just, you just keep building on that. He's like, you have to get out and do it though. Uh, which was just really, really good advice. And he gave me a big swig of the uh, tequila before I went on. So that would, that helped me, uh, loosen up a little bit. And I went out and we, you know, we did it and it was, it was really fun. So, um, yeah, it's the story of how I, I actually got to play Cali Roots with, with Kyle. And, um, yeah, it, it was, it was just a really fun experience. And, you know, I look forward to Kyle selling out stadiums or whatever comes his way someday. And, um, just knowing that I got to, uh, that I got to jam with him and have a little, little, uh, little blip in the, in the awesome success he'll, you know, he'll eventually see. Um, so yeah, much, much love Kyle and, the rest of the team and um I'm, I'm so proud of you guys i'll keep i'll keep streaming the album hope everyone else does uh and yeah we will we'll get into the uh second section here which is i, I would say a, a shorter section um but you know my my dude k bong announced a month ago or so that he 
um, that he has a new wine out that's made by, made by the wine boss of Paso Robles. Um, and, you know, I, I saw him announce it and I was like, I always, I've always, you know, I've always kind of bought like every, every year, a couple of years, I'll buy like another piece of uh, K-Bong merch or, you know, something to support him just because I've always, he's one of the first people I met when I was in, um, when I was in San Diego, kind of looking to get into the music scene i would go to a bunch of shows all around town and i swear he was playing with like every band in town at that point he was with stick figure but like he, he was jamming with all sorts of people the ambassador high roots um he was he was just all over the place so i'd see him a lot and he you know he's one of the first uh, familiar faces that i would always see in san diego um so, you know, so I, and, and he's always just been, you know, as, you know, as I've kind of, I went through my journey with the band I was in, in San Diego. And then after that, my solo career and producing music myself and stuff. And K-Bong has always just been super, um, supportive of everything that I do is he's, he's always been a really good person and friend to me. So, um, so, you know, I always try and buy some, some merch or something to support him, um, or, you know, see him when he's playing and, um, yeah, but this was really intriguing to me. You know, he had this wine um, made. He teamed up with the wine boss, who's also done wines for um, a bunch of others, but uh, notably in the scene, uh, Pepper and Ayaterra. So, you know, I was just, I was really stoked to be able to support. So I bought a bottle of this wine, and it was my, um, it was my anniversary this past week. Um, my four-year four anniversary. Yeah, it's crazy how fast that that has gone by but um yeah so uh so you know my wife was like hey we should we should crack that uh we should crack that k-bong wine and i was like yeah yeah that would that would be cool i would like to you know as much as i kind of wanted to keep it as a collector's item i was like oh yeah i gotta taste it and um you know i i i cracked it and i took a sip and um and i you know i i have to say i i I I knew like I I knew it would be a good wine because I mean the wine boss is is a really you know really professional winemaker and everything so I, I figured it would be good, um, and you know the designs are awesome the concept is awesome and I was I was just stoked about it but, um, I, I was actually surprised by how awesome it was like how much I liked it and I don't mean surprised again like I don't mean to say I thought it wasn't going to be good I thought it would be good. But like it was probably the best wine I've had in years, maybe ever. I don't know. Um, I'm not like a wine connoisseur, but um, <laughs> it was really friggin' good. Like it was this perfect blend of like sweet and dry, and uh, it it was just awesome. And I was kind of blown away by that. I was like, I was like, wow, like this this wine is really really good. And again, not to say that I didn't think it would be, but it it exceeded all my expectations, which was amazing. So, um anyone looking to grab a bottle um online, I I definitely would. It was a really really good wine. Um and yeah, that that just continues the trend of like drinks that that come from stick figure and band mates and stuff. Um in general, I remember the uh Oh, man, I'm gonna forget. Was it Wachusett Brewing Co. that did the uh, the cocoa? I think coconut IPA or something. Like I, I loved that. I thought I, I my uh, my cousin Liam who lives up in one of the areas they were distributing in um, up in the northeast. He he sent. He was kind enough to send me a um, a four pack. I think and man, that was 
some really, really, really good um, beer. I love that. So, um, you know, Stick Figure or uh, any members of Stick Figure are making making drinks, I'm probably going to be buying them because so far I've had just incredible experiences. And you feel good about supporting, you know, bands and people that you love. They're they're good people. So, um, and it, it's it's just cool seeing seeing artists branch out and kind of get things like that, like their own wines. Like it, it's just, um, you know, it's it's kind of new. I don't know that I've seen a ton. Obviously, I've seen it over the years with like bigger artists and stuff, but it's cool seeing people branch out and um, team up with other really talented people. Like the wine boss uh, who made this wine is obviously insanely talented, and it's cool seeing kind of two different creative crafts come together to forge this really cool collaboration. So, uh, big ups, K Bong and Wine Boss. Love the wine. Um, and yeah, I'll leave you with this. Um, I I have a new announcement coming soon, and I've I've kind of in my head I'm thinking about it. I'm like, man, this is probably the biggest announcement I've had since I announced that I was starting to work with Johnny Cosmic on songs. Um, this is this is definitely huge for me, and it's um, it's got me nervous and uh, crazy and everything, and I won't give any hints yet. But um, yeah, you know. I, I kind of, this is really nice for me in, in a way too, because, um, besides being a, an awesome opportunity, um, I, I had a crazy month guys. Like I, um, I had to, toward the beginning of the month, I had to cancel a show in New Hampshire and, uh, and actually two other amazing shows that I was offered because, uh, unfortunately having to navigate some COVID stuff with high risk family members, um, and my, my, uh, well, Sam's grandma, but you know, my grandma too, she, um, passed away last week and it has just been like this, this month of like insanity. And I've just had to like cancel all these things that meant so much to me. And like, it, it just breaks my heart. I, I'm not a person who likes to let people down. And I feel like I had to let people down this past month. And, you know, it's just a mix of everything happening at once. And, covid and family and high-risk people and you know frankly i'm i'm over over navigating it but i you know you have to do what's right when you're in in this situation um i i feel you know i have to kind of make the decisions for my um for my family that are that are right and responsible so um so yeah so i've just had to do some stuff that sucks and cancel some amazing things that i really wanted to do and uh that 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 was really tough. It was it was very stressful. But that being said, I've been working all month to kind of um figure out how I can kind of um how I can kind of uh just how I can navigate it um in in the near future and hopefully um hopefully do some cool stuff. So yeah, anyways, um new announcement coming up soon that's really, really amazing, life changing. Um I'm I'm just insanely excited about it, and I you know I kind of needed it after all the uh, all the other stuff that happened this month. It's going to be a really exciting, nice thing, and, and like I said, stressful in a good way. Stressful in the sense like it's it's a lot to uh, it, it's it's a big undertaking, um, but it, it and it's 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 putting me out of my comfort zone, and you know um, those are the times that 
it is said that we grow the most when we are forced out of our comfort zone, have to do something new and exciting and crazy and navigate new waters and territory. And um, I'm, I'm really excited about it. So I, again, I'm not going to drop anything yet, but uh, I will, I will let you know in the near future. And yeah, hopefully I can kind of keep this uh, podcast thing going. Um, and to just, I'll, I'll try and maybe, maybe I can try and do weekly or something, but I'll try and come up with a few things every week. And then, you know, once, if, if I get, if I feel good and get some momentum going, maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll invite some other artists on to chat with me and stuff. And, uh, we can kind of go from there. So thank you for anyone who took the time to listen to this. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, please leave me some feedback, hit me up on social, on social, and, uh, always feel free to message me. You can join my, uh, my fan, my like, well, it's fan group, but I call it my fam group, F-A-M, um, because again, like I'm, I'm at this point in my career where like, I don't, I don't really feel comfortable calling people fans, more like they're family and friends. Like they're, you know, there's people that I, I genuinely like and feel, feel close to and stuff. Um, so on, on Facebook, my group is the Brendan Clemente music fam. Um, so yeah, so so go join that, and uh, I'm gonna do, be doing some live streams in there and stuff. And you can follow me on Instagram at Brendan Clemente Music if you don't already. Uh, but yeah, just just feel free to feel free to look me up if if you're not already following stuff and um, join in on the the journey that is my music career. Um, I'd be really happy to have you and to share it with you. So peace out, have a great evening, and I hope to speak with you soon. Love y'all.